from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. The Canes might have to rock the devil's road. I, I see what you're doing here. And the, that road is this. The New Jersey Devils, the team the Carolina Hurricanes beat in the last series. They were down two games to none after losing two games at home to the New York Rangers, right? Yes. And they came back and won their series, didn't they? They did. Canes are better than the and the Devils, correct? Yes. And that's been proven because they, they beat them in five games. That's the transitive property of sports, yes. Exactly. So, therefore, the journey starts tonight. We are walking down the Devils' road, Luis Fernandez, to get a Game 3 win. How, how, when did you think of playing that song? Honestly, when I walked into the booth here about two minutes ago. Nice. Nice. But that's, yes, that's exactly where we are. Where we are. Uh, just trying to... Figure out what's going on here. Try not to let the panic meter go too high as the Canes trail two nothing uh, at, at the you know about three games into the uh, Eastern Conference Final. Yeah, it's it's a tough spot to to be at Dennis Cox, but like you said, not impossible for the Hurricanes to to figure this out. No, it's not impossible, and this kind of gets into our first thing the the, the panic meter. I'm not gonna lie, for a lot of people. After game one, it was kind of like, okay, maybe like a three, four. Like, we, like Canes were right there, right? Yeah, like, no, no, four overtimes? Oh, it's so four, fluky. It just four, it happens. Four overtimes. Canes were, had plenty of chances, didn't capitalize. Okay, that's fine. But then it went to overtime again. You're like, okay, panic <laughs> meter went up to about a. A, a seven, and then and then when the Florida Panthers scored, it went to about a nine. And like, okay, now we're down two zero on the road. I think things may have come back down to about that seven range right now, but it's up there. Do Do you think Kachuk doing it twice? Do you think that extent that makes that panic meter go higher or lower, or is this just a frustration? I don't think on it matters. Who you don't scored. think it matters. I don't think it matters who scored. In all honesty, the fact that again it was two overtime games where Carolina had their chances, had their chances. Nevertheless, you're down to none. I would, okay, so I would, and we're going to get into this later uh, here on 99.9 The Fan, uh, about why Carolina can do this, why they can come back. I would say the panic meter right now is about at 7.5. So it's right, it's right in the same general area that you're at. And I think that's just because of the historical context of it, to be down to nothing in a series when you have to hit the road now. That's tough. That that is not That is not easy to do. But it is there because of just how close they were. I mean, it's these two teams are neck and neck, four overtime, or excuse me, five overtimes in two games. You know that that is not a blowout either way. One two plays switch, and all of a sudden the the Canes are up to nothing going on the road to play in Florida. Yeah, that's it's it's as simple as that. And even look at the power play goal that was the overtime game winner for Kachuk in Game Two. The puck was in the corner to the left of Auntie Ranta. And Slavin and Burns were over there guarding two guys. And Burns ends up tripping on Slavin's stick, whose stick was tied up with the legs of somebody. So Slavin drops his stick. Burns is just can't get back because he trips and falls over. So it's a literally a, a something like that is what left Kachuk wide open. Slavin said after the game, his stick got stuck in Burns' skate. Yeah. And they just they just spun in a circle really quick and you know, it's it's one of those things that it's it's so cliche to say, oh man, it's it's a game of inches, it's tight margins, it's the small things that win. But that's exactly what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what we're seeing. It is it is seconds here, inches there, and that's the difference in this entire series. I mean, which is good if you're a neutral bystander. If you're a if you're a, a Carolina Hurricanes fan, you might be a little bit uh, 
a little bit stressed it right stinks. now. Seven it and a half. Stinks. Seven and a half out of ten on the panic meter. Not not great. Now, Dennis, let me ask you, because okay. I think I think this is fair to say the entire reason why the Florida Panthers are up to nothing in the series is because of their their goalie, Bobrovsky, and how he has just stood on his oh I, I know I know stood on his head is like okay, yes, you stand in your head, all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. But like his what he has done is historic in some ways, truly. The guy has a hundred saves. A hundred saves. Two, now, granted, it's been basically ten periods of hockey, but the dude has a hundred saves in two games. For for those of you uh, who are into a- analytics and stuff like that, like I, I appreciate the numbers. I appreciate yeah, all of that stuff. You're very much into the numbers. And when you look at saves above expected, so essentially the amount of saves compared to what an average goaltender would be doing in that situation, he's 17.3 saves above expected. That's that is absolutely absurd. It's so high above. Like Freddie Anderson, for example, last check is third on that list in the mm-hmm. postseason, and he's got about like ten saves above expected on him. Like it's 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 ridiculous what he is doing compared to what a normal goalie would do in that situation. He, he's made the acrobatic saves. He's been pinpointing, doing exactly what he wants. He's it's gotten to the point where he is getting in the minds of the Hurricanes players whenever they get ready to, to take a shot. And we saw some of that in game two. Yes, and this kind of leads into our third thing here uh, as we get things started here at three o'clock. Turbo, can you finish that shot, please? <laughs> You're wide open there in the second period. A great pass for Martin Natchez, and it's an open net, and you shot it back towards the middle of the net, and now. Give Bobrovsky credit. He gave himself a chance by coming across. But, like, you got to capitalize on these chances. You got to score more than one goal. It's it, you got to score more than one. That's and that's uh, yesterday before they left for for sunrise. That's what you know. Head coach Rod Brindamore said uh, in his media availability. He was like, "Listen, I'm people are asking what changes do you make? The thing is, you make changes if you're not getting opportunities. But they're getting plenty of opportunities. Chances are there. The, the shots are there. They they have the moments, but they just can't find the back of the net. It's just, it is it is right there. They just can't find it. I said this during the first period of the last game. Now, we're definitely going to get into Game 3 tonight. Yes. And like you said, about the comeback being possible. We're going to get that in a little bit. But I tweeted during the first period, about midway through, I said, Carolina has to get the next goal. Now, Florida did tie up. Chatfield had the deflection. Jalen Chatfield had the deflection for the first goal. And you're like, it's a minute 43 in. Carolina seemed faster. They got the early league. You're like, okay. They took take, a breath. Like, take advantage of this. Well, then Florida scores. It gets reviewed. Coach's challenge by Carolina gets overturned. Right call. But I thought, okay, Carolina, you're clearly the better team right now starting off this game. You cannot let Florida escape this first period by down just one nothing. Yes. You can't let them do that. And it looked like they had a 2 nothing lead, but an all, ended up a video review when Jack Drury scored, Mackenzie McKecker tried to keep the puck in at the blue line, knocked it down with his hand. Was It was the right call. It was. The, it was. The, ball came, uh, it was, it was, the puck <laughs> came past the blue line. It was so close, but it's, it's the right call. It, it was perfectly the right call, and it was a great finish by Jack Drury, great play by McKecker, but literally a game of inches, they say. Uh, just inches away from missing. So, nonetheless, um, I'm like letting Florida get away only down one nothing after the first period, I think, was the costly thing. Agreed. Because if you make it 2 nothing, you have Florida chasing you the whole game. Yeah. I mean, chasing you. Um, that To me, that was the missed opportunity, was the first period not getting a second goal. Well, because it's at this point when you're dealing with 
what has happened, right? I I remember during the the Devils series at the very beginning, it's like, man, things are kind of lining up for the Canes. Feels like you might have some Team of Destiny type vibes. The Panthers are riding that that title right now. They feel like they are the Team of Destiny, and it's it's where it just starts to get in your head. It just it really does. If you you need to come out here in Game Three and just put the pedal to the metal and take care of the Panthers at a place where they this postseason have not played well. In in five home games, the the Panthers are two and three. Yeah, in in Sunrise, they're eight and one on the road, but they're two and three at home. So so you're you're in a situation here where you have to, um, you, you have to take advantage of that and get out of your own head a little bit because combined with the goalie playing so well, the overtime finishes, all of that kind of stuff, just falling in the wrong place at the wrong time. I think it's in their head. You got to kind of have a little bit of an exorcism here in game three. That's how I view it. Carolina's going to have the fresh goalie in net tonight because Freddie Anderson is going to start tonight over Antti Ranta. Not that Ranta played bad. Ranta yeah, played well. He played great. The two goals he gave up were him 1-0 with, with Alexander Barkov, who put on a ridiculous oh move, faking it between the legs, uh, and then the backhander, and then the uh, basically a 2-1-0 right in front of him on a power play in overtime. Nothing Ronta could have done. Ronta was was solid. Did yes. everything he needed to do. Uh, but, yeah, Carolina, can we also get some more net front press? Can we deflect some more shots, please? Yeah, sure. Like, just things like that. Like, Jalen Chatfield, a defenseman, deflecting a shot. Oh, and it goes in. Just need some more of those small things. And also, can we get the puck out of the zone a little better? Mm. That was just a little, a little rough, in yes. my opinion. Yes. Your heart, it's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group. Your partner in real estate. Puck drop for game three tonight, just after 8 o'clock, right here on 99.9. The fan storm watch with Adam Gold gets underway at 7 o'clock tonight. Luis Fernandez. I, I'm optimistic. about. I think the Canes can do this. Are you optimistic about game three, or are you optimistic about the series in general, Dennis Cox? Yes. Oh, both. Yes. Poor K. No of those does. What? 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 What's? <laughs> what, what's? I'm sorry. Uh, I. I. No. No. It's okay. It's okay. I've not been paying attention much to uh, recently to my girlfriend's Duolingo, uh, <laughs> doing Spanish. What? Sorry about that. What about? Lo siento. No. Está bien. Um. What specifically about tonight's game are you optimistic about? Carolina's been better at on the road than Florida has been at home. Yep. That's the first thing. Florida has only won twice this postseason at home. Out of five five out attempts. Of, out of five games. Twice at home. But Carolina's been right there. 
Yes. Like, it's literally been a bounce here or there that has been the difference in the game. That's it. So, it's, they're not getting outplayed. You can argue overall in the two games, Carolina has outplayed Florida. So, it's not a matter of anything strategically that they have to do or they're they're just outmatched. That's not the case. They're just simply need to cash in on a chance or two. That really is what it comes down to. As simple as that. Now, they've scored the first goal in both games. So, yes. If you were like, oh, got to get to a good start. Well, they've had they've good done starts. That. Yeah, they've led one nothing after the first period of every single of both games in this series. It was it was the second period in game one that really spelled their doom going into that overtime. It was. So the the fast starts are important, but I don't I don't know if it's as important as I think we maybe thought it would be at the beginning of the series because the the Panthers have proven to be incredibly resilient. They they do not care if they are down. They are going to do. Uh, what they're going to do. The Vegas Golden Knights are very similar. This is this is the first time in uh, NHL history that both conference finals have started off with two overtime games. So this is not like an anomaly. Like this is we we are seeing tight games all across the mm-hmm. NHL right now. Um, but what's what is so tough is backs are against the wall because you know historically speaking, if you are going down three nothing in a series, the chances of you coming back from that are very, very unlikely. Only only four teams have done it in NHL history, most recently the Kings in 2014. Uh, so it, it's it's a tough position the Canes are in, but, but we do believe it's possible. And I think the prime example of that being the uh, Panthers, how they play uh, at home. Two and three in this postseason uh, in home games for the Panthers. They are being outscored 19 to 13 in those five home games. Uh, the Bruins took care of business against them. Uh, the the Maple Leafs, even when they were down and out, they were able to to get a win uh, over there. It's 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 a tough position to be in, but it is it is definitely possible, Dennis Cox. It is now. If you go back to history, yes, a little bit. Open up the history books, everyone. Pay the, attention. Nine times in the Canes' history have they started off a series down 0-2. They've come back and won twice, so they're two and seven in series when facing a 2-0 deficit. But they're one and one when having started that series at home, which this this is the situation. Okay, 50-50. We saw this back in 2006 in the very first series against the Montreal Canadiens. They lost the first two games at home, and then they won the next four. Who was on that team? Robert Nemour. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Now, he was actually asked about that on Saturday after the game, and he did say to these guys, it's, it's, it's old news. That happened back sure. then. But it's still experience you can draw from. Game's different, obviously, did. Different players, all that kind of stuff. But nevertheless, there is a common denominator there. So, talking about things just getting weird overall in this postseason, talking about the fast starts, right? Well, Carolina was 4-1 and one when leading after the first period in this year's Stanley Cup playoffs. They were 4-0, and oh, but now they're 4-2 and two because twice they've scored yeah. first and led after the first period. The Hurricanes were 5-1 and one during this postseason – when scoring first, Panthers were just three and four when allowing the first goal. So this whole series just flip it upside down. It, it's it was it's been all sorts of weird already, and I'm I'm okay with it in that regard. But I will say this though, yeah. If Carolina gets the win today, this is when you're going to start to see Florida go oh. Like we escaped Raleigh with two wins, and I say the word escaped, I'm like. I used to escape kind of loosely. But the fact that they came away with two wins yes. when they probably should not have. 
it, it probably should as, be as even as this series has been. I, I think fairly. I think it should be one and one. I hundred percent right agree with you. It should be one hundred percent agree with you. But now they go. Oh, Carolina beat us at home. I don't know. I I think Carolina comes back to Raleigh game five on Friday, tied two two. Well, so that's because that's really it, right? As much as we can, you know, complain and the panic meter gets turned up and everyone feels like the sky is falling and oh no, what's going to happen here? If they win two games in Florida, mm-hmm. we're back. We're right back at square one. It's yeah, we are. The classic people always say, "Oh, a series doesn't start until the home team loses." Well, well, it started it, on it, Thursday last week. Yeah, it, we want to be the the, the Carolina Hurricanes want to be in a situation here where after Game Four. Everyone is saying, man, I wonder if a home team's ever going to win this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, because then the the Canes are, are right there again, and it's a best of three. And, you know, with how the Carolina Hurricanes have played the season, you take your chances in a best of three. Maybe this series is going to be the reverse of the New York Rangers from last year, where they everyone won the home games up until game seven. Maybe this is the opposite. Everyone wins the road games until game seven when Carolina will win at home. Well, because, I mean, before, before this series started, the Canes only had one loss mm-hmm. at PNC Arena all postseason. And so now they've doubled that up in this series so far. So, you know, the the, the Panthers have just been road warriors. I, it's, yeah. once, it's, you know, a cliche, but they've been road warriors. They've had three road wins in every series before this one. So three against the Bruins, three against Toronto, and now they already have two against the Hurricanes. And they're 6-0 and in overtime. By the way, Sebastian Ajo yesterday spoke about this being a tough test for the team. It's a big test for us to just, you know, Sticking with it and and keep doing the the work we, we want to do and to play the way we want to play. Uh, I don't think. Uh, I mean, here and there we probably you know want to do some details better, and I'm sure we will we'll watch videos uh, more tomorrow and maybe tonight tonight uh, about them and and about us and and just. Uh, it, it's just the interest, you know, it, like, like I said, it's not a bad effort and it's, it's like, it's not like they, they've been that much better than us, these games, they, they, I mean, OT is a good goal either way, obviously, uh, we're down to, we, we want to just focus to, to win a hockey game tomorrow. Good, good goalies all around. Mm-hmm. Sergei Bobrovsky is uh, 17.3 a goal saved above expected right now. Third on that list is Freddie Anderson, who's got 8.8 goals saved above expected. Who was equally as awesome in game one. I mean, he, he was absolutely, if if the Canes won that game, people would be talking about Freddie Anderson so much right now. Oh, but yeah. instead they lose and, and they don't. Uh, Auntie Ranta, by the way, Ranta and Anderson are the only pair of goalies in this postseason that are in the top 12 in goals saved above expected for, you know, same team, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. It's it's a tough position to be in, but you the Canes do, have not given any kind of bad body language. You're not thinking, oh man, they think that they're done. It's they're not being disrespectful. They're just saying like, this is this is really close. Like they have done what they they have. We've both teams have done what they have needed to do to win. The only difference is the puck bounces one way uh, for the Panthers. The hockey the hockey gods shine down on the Panthers momentarily. And Rob Brindamore earlier today after morning skate talked about cashing in on some chances. It's pretty hard, I think, for either team to dominate the game. I mean, everybody's trying to do the same thing. So at some point, you're going to have your time, and we haven't cashed in on our time. We need to, when we're going good and we're getting kind of the, the ice is tilting our way, we got we to gotta find a way to cash in. This is, goes to my point about game two. That first period, when they had control of that game, 
the first 12 minutes or so, they needed to get that second goal. Now, we thought they had it got overturned, right call by the officials on the coach's challenge on the offsides on Jack Drury's goal, but they needed to get that second goal. And even Matthew Kachuk acknowledged that, they felt fortunate that only to be down one nothing because like we've had they he said we've had slow starts in each of the first two games of this series and to only be trailing one nothing after those first periods in each game fortunate for them fortunate indeed Dennis Cox this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently to the untrained ear everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.